The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening in. I... I have gotten to meet many of you recently here in Florida, and it's just, it just, I'm just so grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, so today's show, Playing with Dead People and Other Energies. <laughs> now, that might sound cruel or unkind. And the reason that I titled it that is that a lot of times we make people that have crossed over or loved ones that have um, died, we make that stuff really significant. And we can adore them and miss them and love them without making that significant. Because what occurs when we make anything or anyone significant is that we have to be in judgment of us then, not have to, but we usually are in judgment of us and it makes it really difficult um, when somebody does choose to die. And I, I talked, I think it was last week about being willing to lose people and animals is in my story. Uh, and that's really, you know, when we make somebody or something really significant, then when they do choose death, it can be the end of our life, really. And I've seen that so many times. I worked for many years as a professional medium, and so many people would have such a difficult time with their loved one's death that when we take the significance out of it, it changes everything. Doesn't mean we miss them less, probably not, but it doesn't have the same kind of grip on us as when we're willing to acknowledge that we love them, we do miss their physical body, and what I'm going to be talking about on this show is really that they're still here. They can be still here. It doesn't mean they're all still here, but they can be still here with you, contributing to you. Um, and so this title, Playing with Dead People and Other Energies, is also a three-part teleseries that I've got starting, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, next week. Uh, I'm just going to pull the dates up for myself just to make sure that I've got the correct ones. Uh, and it's, I believe it's like November 25th, a call on the 25th, a call on the 27th, so a Wednesday and a Friday. I'm just about at that spot. 
my gosh. Yeah, so November 25th, which is a Wednesday, November 27th, uh, which is the Friday, and then December 8th. And those are all at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. So you can check out on my webpage. There's, if you just go right to glenice.net, G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net you can see the image there click on it and you'll get the the dates and the time and it's like every other teleseries I do so you get a recording of the call we have a private Facebook group we have um you can send in questions if you're not going to be on the call or you can send in questions even if you're going to be in, on the call. And it really is, I mean, I'll talk about some of the the playing with dead people and other energies on this show, of course, but it's really taking it further. I mean, I get so many requests and, and the reason this kind of popped was I've probably in the last three weeks had six different people ask me when I was doing a class. So uh, that's usually how the universe lets me know it's time to to do something like this and really looking at kind of having one like just the first two two days apart was really about kind of getting through all of the points of view that that so many people have on the first call joining up two days later and and kind of being with what has occurred and where they're at and clearing any of course points of view that have come up since and then giving a space for that people can play with it and use it and then on the third call whatever's kind of come up between that um so it's just a kind of a bit of a different way than i normally do telecalls but as i was looking at it it was just what was required also works with my schedule since we'll be heading off to australia at the end of uh, November. So how does it get any better? All right. So playing with dead people and other energies, really the very first and most important information from my point of view, my experience is to know that no matter what, you always have the most potent energy in your life unless you choose otherwise. So a lot of times people get really freaked out with entities or energies or ghosts or demons or whatever you want to call them. It doesn't matter what you call them, but that energy. People get totally freaked out and they're, you know, become victims to it, basically, instead of just going, hey, you know what? No, you can't affect me. You can't bother me. You're not allowed, you know, really being the potency that we be. Uh, You can call it the power that we be. It's just a lot of times when we use the word power, we have misidentified it, misapplied it to mean power over. So it's not about having power over an entity or that the entity has power over you. It's about being the potency, being you, which means it's not about power over. It's about you're choosing who and what is in your life. And that's it. (laughs) You know, so it's not about having to fight entities or anything like that. It's about you just being the potency that no matter what, nothing is in your life unless you choose it. And that for a lot of people is, is... maybe more than they want to acknowledge, <laughs> you know, more, more, um, more potent than they would like to acknowledge. And yet, we're that potent. You know, I, I know we don't always like to hear it, but whatever and whoever is in your life, you've created that. So 
on one hand, we can go into the defense, no, I didn't, no, I would never, you know, have a mother-in-law like that, or no, I would never have uh, entities bothering me. And it's like, okay, we could do that. (laughs) Or we could go into, wow, well, if I've created that, then I can create something totally different. Now, possibly, it's not about getting rid of your mother-in-law, but it's about having a different uh, relationship or way of being with her than playing victim to her and I mean when I talk about playing with dead people obviously we're talking about dead people but my experience has been whatever you're creating in the energy world you're creating in your real life in your real life not real not that one's real not real (laughs) but your your physical life let's call it so if you are being affected by entities constantly and and I'm going to call them non-contributing because we have contributing entities which are energies that would love to contribute so probably your loved ones who've crossed over and uh, your car and your house and your bank account and money and all of those are contributing entities and then there's the non-contributing entities. And so, you know, that's the ones that I'm talking about. And if so, if you have a ton of non-contributing entities affecting you in the energy world, very likely you have created a bunch of relationships where you are bullied because it's the same energy. And that's really what I see non-contributing entities as is bullies. Like they don't, they know that they don't have the potency over you. They, don't, they, they know they don't have the power over you. So they have to manipulate you into thinking that they do. And that's where it's just a choice for you. You can either see it as that and view it as that and be freaked out if there's a creak in the hall late at night. Or you could be like, fuck that. No way. Get out. You're not allowed. Which would be the same way you would deal with a a bully, possibly, not all the time, but possibly in your physical life. To be like, no, you are not allowed to treat me like that. If you wish to treat me like that, then, you know, we're done. I don't want to see you, whatever it is. But there's a potency about it where if you're willing to be that, the entities, the non-contributing entities will literally fly off. I mean, we just had amazing class here in, in Florida and it was just so cool because there was a situation where a gal was very aware that she had all of these non-contributing entities. And yet when I was asking her, you know, truth, are you willing to, to let them go? She would enter, like her awareness was no. So we did a little bit of processing, asked again, it was still no. So I said to her, okay, well, just leave it, you know, and, and let me know when you're ready, which was uncomfortable for her and I was aware of that and I was also aware that it required her to be uncomfortable for her to really be willing to choose it and acknowledge hey you know what no nobody gets say over my life nobody gets to uh, victimize me nobody nobody and so the next day in class when she asked about it and she was willing to be that energy and she's like you know she had all these beautiful awarenesses on her own I'm just so thrilled and she was like yeah no they're out and we didn't even require to do any of the clearings or anything because the minute that she chose to be the potency that she truly be 
they were gone. <laughs> They're like, there's no point in being here. And and so it's about that. It's that willingness. And sometimes you require the, the clearings. And so, of course, as with all of my shows, this is uh, information based on access consciousness. You can find more information about access consciousness at accessconsciousness.com. And I'll also be using the clearing statement. And it's from access consciousness. And it is. Um, it sounds really different if you've never heard it before. So you may wish to uh, go to that specific web page called theclearingstatement.com because it really is a phenomenal, phenomenal tool. But a lot of people just don't have, um, would like more information. So they've designed a whole web page for that. So all of the energies and points of view and limitations and victim stuff that comes up for you when I talk about non-contributing entities or entities in general, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet pox, shorts, boys and beyond. So that's the clearing statement for those of you who aren't familiar with it. And basically, it just erases the energy. So as I'm talking about all of this stuff, you know, I'm very aware of, of the the energies that are coming up for, for some of you listeners that maybe have some resistance to it. Maybe some of you are freaked out by it. Maybe some of you just don't want to hear it. Maybe you've shut me off already. And I, you know, there's all this energy about it. And a lot of it is because there's just that victim to it. And it's like, in order to to play with it from that place, you have to be a victim to it. You have to choose to be a victim to it. And that will never feel good to any of us. So everything that is, we destroy and create at all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you've bought the lie that you have to be a victim to the the non-contributing dead people to energies you don't understand or you can't see uh, or any of that. Will you just destroy and uncreate it and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because that's the other part of this is, I mean, who does it belong to? You know, if you if you freak out over this stuff, whose is that? Who did you see in your life do that? And, you know, society in general does... The other thing a lot of people aren't aware of is that a lot of those really freaky TV shows and movies, uh, that is actually the energies behind that are a lot of non-contributing entities so that people get more and more freaked out by it so that people feel less and less potent. (laughs) So it's fine if you enjoy that stuff and and you are aware that it's just a show and that it's not... Um, real or true and that even if it did occur in your life that you could choose otherwise that's fine but a lot of people don't watch those shows from that energy so be aware if you do watch that be aware of how much you might be taking it on as true and real so a lot of people say oh you know I watched an hour of it and then I couldn't sleep all night or I had to leave the lights on and that's really where, you know, the non-contributing entities have really sold that and really um, intensified it for people. So everything that is and everywhere that you have allowed them to uh, tell you how to be or to, uh, to be less potent or less powerful, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, poc, shorts, boys and beyonds. And the way that I've always seen that, so, no, I shouldn't say always, that's, that's not true. The way that um, in, in the years of working as a medium and also uh, with studying access in the last four years, it really is, I see them more as like little tiny mosquitoes 
I don't give them energy. I don't make them significant. I don't tell stories with them. You know, so there's times where, yes, I will have, um, you know, one attached to me or, or more. Not so much anymore, but there, there was a time where I would kind of collect them, uh, so to speak, and have to do a lot of clearings and then make it really significant to, to, you know, get help. And, oh my gosh, this happened. And again, it was all from that place of victim instead of just being like, hey, okay, I w- I'm aware you're here, get lost and and it can it honestly can be that simple if you're willing to be the potency because they have no interest in playing with people who are willing to be their potency so anywhere that you wouldn't be willing to be the potency that you truly be to have infinite choice in your life as the infinite being you truly be will you destroy and uncreate all that yeah right wrong good battle nine pipoc shorts boys and beyonds and we will talk about the contributing entities on this show too. Uh, right now, it's just a lot of times when we talk about this stuff, it's clearing this um, this stuff out of the way and having a better understanding uh, of what that energy is. Because that's a lot of it is people just don't even know. You know, it's not something often talked about in your home when you're growing up. And if you do have capacities with non-contributing entities, it usually ends up kind of like trauma drama stuff because family does doesn't know how to deal with it because you've maybe watched a, a scary movie and it's intensified instead of being told, hey, you know what? They don't have any more power over you than you give them. And that to me should be a mandatory parenting lesson. Uh, and I've worked with a lot of kids who have capacities with non-contributing entities and their parents, you know, bring them in totally at a loss because they do not know what to do with them. And it's just usually that simple is just letting the kid know and the parents know that there's nothing to be afraid of, that they're trying to make them afraid so they can manipulate them. And that if they just tell them to get lost or whatever, whatever wording that might work with the kid, it just totally changes. You know, it's really just about empowering them. And uh, so any of you that have that or maybe had that as a kid or have kids that have that, that really is one, not making it significant and two, empowering them and even yourself to know that, no, this doesn't occur. This is not okay. You're out type of, you know, energy of that potency. And that can really contribute. I've, I've seen it change people's lives, especially the kids' lives who feel like they don't have a choice and that the, the non-contributing entities are really bothering them and affecting them and keeping them up or waking them up in the night. And it's like, no, that's not okay. That is not okay. All right, so we are going to head to break and we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenise.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? 
During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. So welcome back, everybody. I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that we've got coming up around the world. Uh, So starting on January 1st is the Bars and The Foundation. Uh, So they are changing the name of Foundation and Level 1 and just making it one class. So in Cairns, Queensland, Australia, starting January 1st, I'm so excited um, at the place that we are renting for the two months we're there. We are going to have those classes. How does it get any better? Uh, And then in February, off to Edmonton, which is only a couple hours from my beautiful home. We are going to have Bars and the Foundation, so the five-day class. And Lori Larson and I, who is an amazing gal, uh, her and I are going to co-facilitate the Bars class, and then I will facilitate the Foundation, the four-day class. So if you have taken Bars with her or I before, it can count towards a... Uh, one of your practitioner or sorry to become a facilitator of bars and then off to Santa Cruz California I am just so excited about this class Uh, starting February 24th uh, same thing bars and then the foundation and Brooke and I my lovely host uh, we are going to also co-facilitate bars together and then do the and then I'll facilitate the foundation so how does it get any better got a bunch more in the works my goodness just haven't got them up yet and, and all figured out and same with Florida, Amy and I, who just hosted me here, uh, we're already in the works for the next class because it was so phenomenal. And I mean, hubby and I pretty much love everywhere we go, but man, I can see why people live here like this. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. Plus, having a private pool has worked really well for me. I'm so, so grateful that I chose it and that I... um, you know, the weather was beautiful and all of that. So what else is possible? All right. So talking again about dead people and all of that energy. So really, you know, what I was saying in the first segment, now that might seem really too easy or um, maybe you've tried it and it didn't work. So because they're Yes, yes, we do require to acknowledge that we're the most potent energy in our life. And yes, we have to acknowledge that non-contributing entities or ghosts or goblins or demons or whatever you want to call them, that they have no power over us. Yes, please know that those two things are very true. And there are some times that there's other stuff involved, which is why we're, we're doing the, the three-part teleseries. 
because there can be, you know, with oaths and vows, it could be something you've set up in another lifetime. It could be a, um, a contract. It, I mean, there's so many other aspects so that if you found that you've done the, maybe you've done the access consciousness clearings or you've done them clearings from other things. It doesn't have to be just access, but maybe you've done them and you're still kind of bombarded or affected or you're aware that you're still allowing non-contributing entities to, to do things or to um, affect your life. So there might be more to look at that. And, and so again, we'll talk about that in the three-part series. Um, the clearings that I would like to share and I also did a, a radio show, I'm not sure if it'd be probably two years ago now, maybe even three. It was in a January. I remember it was the January of whatever year it was. And it's called Gifts, Talents, Capacities with Entities, which is also the name of a, a two-day specialty class that I offer. And there's a lot of information in that call too. So if this call interests you, you might want to check that one out. But basically with non-contributing energies, uh, they are stuck in one of three ways, or they could be stuck in more than more than the, the one, could be two or three of them. Uh, so they can be stuck in who they were when they were here in, in a body. They can be stuck in what their job was when they were here in a body. They can also be stuck in what they are. And so that's a kind of a different energy that I don't have specific words for. And I don't ever really pay attention <laughs> to what people are stuck or what, you know, what the energies are stuck in. I do all three clearings really quickly. And so basically when you're doing the clearings, whether you're doing them on yourself or with somebody else, what you're doing is from truth, who are you? So that you're, you're acknowledging, okay, truth, who are you? And they go, oh, wow, well, I'm Tom, because that's how they're stuck in. And then, okay, truth, who are you before that? Oh, wow, I'm, I was Sarah before that. And truth, who before that? And truth, who before that? And you go, and for me, I perceive energy through, uh, through kind of almost sighing. Uh, so I'll just go, truth, who are you? Truth, who before that? Truth, who before that? Truth, who before that? Truth, who before that? So then that's my knowing that we can new, now move forward. And then I'll say, truth, who will you be in the future? And that will, you know, show them that they have another possibility. And and then I'll just say, thank you. Your work here is done. It's time for you to go. And then I'll go through truth. What are you? Truth, what were you before that? Truth, what were you before that? Truth, what were you before that? Truth, what will you be in the future? Thank you. Your work here is done. Truth, what is your job here? Truth, what was your job before that? Truth, what was your job before that? Truth, what was your job before that? Truth, what will your job be in the future? Thank you. Your work here is done. And then I say... Please destroy and uncreate all your baggage, your magnetic imprinting, your implants, your explants, and anything I haven't mentioned, and go. And anything that doesn't allow that, I destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So pretty simple, pretty basic. A lot of times, you know, it's just kind of running through that really quickly. The important part of, of that is that the person, whether you're doing them on yourself or you're you're helping a friend or a client that person has to be willing to let them go. So you want to use your awareness, not just your head of, of course, I don't want them here, because that's one thing. But also, if we tap into our awareness, like the gal I was telling you in class, yes, her head was saying, yes, we're done with them. But when we tap into her, tapped into her awareness, it was no. And that's okay. And this is where so many people make themselves bad and wrong, because if, if they get a no, they go into the judgment of them instead of just acknowledging it's a no. Like there's some value. We're not just 
you know, really stupid, <laughs> there's some value to, to non-contributing entities. It could be that, you know, you were in a really traumatic situation and you called on anything or anybody that could help and that's what stepped in. It could be that you really felt like a victim at a time in your life and so then they came in. And so then letting that go could feel like you're losing your... your um, Oh gosh, what's that called? Like a little blankie that kids have. I can't, there's a, hmm, anyway, you know, like a security blanket. That's what, that's the word, uh, you know, where you feel like you're losing that. And, and so sometimes it does take some time. So if it's you or anybody else, please let yourself or them know that it's okay if they get a no, and there will be a time that they get a yes, but not to make them wrong for it. And always honor that but you can be asking too you know so what's the value of keeping them for a lot of people in my in in all of the clearings I've done all the classes and I mean I used to clear them using other ways access is way is really easy and simple so I've I adopted that when I started studying it but I've been clearing entities forever uh, no not forever in my business forever that's what I mean um, and what I found more often than not is that it was a form of entertainment for people. And that might sound ridiculous, but a lot of people, it, it becomes a story to talk about. It becomes a distraction. It becomes where they don't have to go create a magical life or they don't have to you know, do something really phenomenal because they're too busy being distracted by this energy. And so that's really you know, be willing to be honest with yourself if that's what it is. It'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm just entertaining myself. I've just got really great stuff to talk about with my spiritual friends or I've really got this, you know, story that's going on and on in my life that I can, you know, say it's them. And that's okay. It really, really is. You just want to acknowledge it. And a lot of times when people acknowledge it or even are willing to have the awareness that, wow, I'm choosing to entertain myself with this crazy that then they're willing to change it. So the question always is, what's the value? And in all the other modalities I did prior to access consciousness, I would clear entities for people just when I saw them. Be like, oh, that person in the grocery store, let me take care of that for you. Oh, my friend's coming over for dinner. Oh, and she's got, okay, well, I'll just clear them for her. I'll, you know, and it's like, it's such a superior bitch move. <laughs> And it's also, you know, it's also crazy to think that I can clear them for a person. And if that person isn't actually choosing to get rid of them, that they're going to keep them gone. Really what's going to occur and what occurred every other time when I did it was the person just got went and got more and it wasn't a cognitive thing. So now what I do, pardon me, <clears throat> now what I do when I'm with people that have them and, uh, they have, like they're distracting. What I do is I'll just energetically put a bell jar over top of the, the non-contributing entities. And I did a whole show on the advantages or something or how to use bell jars to advantage or something like that in September of 2015. So you can go listen to that. But basically it's just an upside down glass jar that you'll just put on them so that you're not affected by the non-contributing entities. You're willing to acknowledge that person's choosing them and that's none of your business, but you're also not at the effect of them. Because I don't know if you've ever went for coffee with a friend or maybe you're in a session or something and, and the entities are really distracting so that person isn't present at all. And it's like, no, that's, 
that's not okay. That's not okay by me. So I ensure that I do what works for me, not from superior bitch, I need to take care of that person and clear them, but from, hey, what do I require here? And so you can just bell jar them. And then you can just take the bell jar off when you leave, or it'll be, once you leave, it'll go anyway, so you don't have to put that much thought into it. But it's really knowing that you get total choice. So anywhere you're not willing to have infinite choice, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, puck, shorts, boys, beyonds. And anywhere you think you would have to tell people about it if they had entities, like where you think that maybe you have to be the superior bitch, like I used to think I had to be. Uh, will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, meons. Now, with saying that, you might have people in your life that you're aware that it would create more to have that conversation. So then you really want to be aware of the wording they can hear. Because entities, ghosts, dead people, uh, maybe won't contribute more. Maybe that would just create fear for that person. So sometimes when I'm with clients or in situations where I'm not facilitating and, you know, it's not appropriate to call them that, it might just be like energies. So I make it really insignificant. Like, you know, have you ever noticed when you don't feel that good and you were feeling really good and then you went to the bar or you went to the grocery store and then you didn't feel good? And people will be like, yeah, I do know that, you know, a lot of times and then be like, well, there's just sometimes energies that just when we're around them, it doesn't feel good to us and we can be aware of them without really knowing we're aware of them. So I deal with it from a totally different way instead of, you know, something like entities or dead people or that sort of stuff. So it's always being aware of what people can hear because that is really kind <laughs> when you're willing to be aware of what people can hear and use their terminology and then so you know in that situation a lot of times I'm just saying you know what you don't actually have to be affected by that energy you can choose not to be and you know then depending on whatever else they can hear I'll say that but a lot of it is just knowing that we don't have to be victims and that's so huge you know you guys know my theme is in the last little while has been the victim energy and this class in Florida was really no different I mean it came up so much where it'd be like oh you know I feel this way when I go to this place and or you know come to a class and I'm so sensitive with the energy and and it's like yeah we can have an awareness of, you know, being in a class with 20 people is, you know, can be uh, intense on our body or like that sort of energy. But the minute we go to, and then I have to be sick or then I need to, you know, do something totally different or I can't take classes like that, then that's when we become a victim to it. So it's like acknowledging it. And then, of course, when it's body related, ask your body, sweet body, what would it take for more ease here? And a lot of times it's clearing the points of view that we have about it. So maybe we were told in another modality that, oh, you're so sensitive and, and you just suck all the garbage out of everybody else. And that's just what you're here to do. And then, you know, we buy into that lie. And instead of going, hey, you know what, that's a capacity. I know that I can do that. And I don't have to unless I desire to. I can be in infinite choice with it and say, sweet body, thanks for thanks for doing that in the past. Let's not do that anymore. Let's leave that crazy with them. And it just becomes a whole different way of being. So anywhere that you haven't acknowledged that you have infinite choice, we destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah.
So we've talked about clearing them, uh, kind of a basic clearing of them. There is, of course, other stuff too, but this is kind of like just a little invitation to the three-day or the three-part teleseries. So if this stuff really interests you or you know that you you could really use this stuff in your life, please join us. I would love to have you. Uh, it is... Uh, 197 Canadian dollars. So for any of you um, in the US or even in Europe, uh, that is a very small amount once it's uh, converted because our, our dollar is not very good, which is working out really well for you guys. So how does it get any better than that? And what else is possible? Um, yeah, so I oh, there was a clearing that I looked up that I wanted to run for this. Okay, so what secret agenda do you have that maintains and entrains all the entities that run your body and your life? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What secret agenda do you have that maintains and entrains all the entities that run your body and your life? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so secret agendas are just that. They're things we're not even aware of. So, you know, maybe you came in this lifetime with a secret agenda to always um, play less than. And then you would hire non-contributing energies to ensure that you always play less than. And so it becomes where you're not aware of that. You're not sure why you always feel less than or you feel frustrated with it, but you're not able to change it. And so just that clearing alone can, can contribute. And there was a whole radio show I did on secret agendas probably in my first year. I don't even remember which month it was, but it was quite a while ago. But it's a brilliant show that talks in depth about secret agendas. If you would like more information about that, just search the, the archives. All right, we are going to head to break and we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenise.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. 
So welcome back, everybody. All right. So we've talked a little bit about the non-contributing energies and entities and ghosts and and all of that. Uh, So let's talk about the contributing, because this is where a lot of times people, they're not willing to receive from from entities energies ghosts all of that and so then they put up these walls and these barriers but really there's contributing entities that would love to contribute to you hence the name contributing entities uh and it could be energies like whatever you want to call it again there's not a right or wrong word um and it's really a lot of times there are people that have crossed over that you loved and adored here that are willing to contribute to you. Some of them don't, some, or I don't mean they don't contribute, but some of them don't kind of stick around, but a lot of them do. And again, my experience as a medium, a lot of the energies, um, a lot of our loved ones do do hang around and, and contribute. And some of them don't. And you you will know, you'll know by a sense of that. And it's not from a sense of if they're around or not, because I know a lot of times when somebody that we love and adore dies, we can feel separate from them. And that's often because we've got more of a connection with that physical body instead of them as an infinite being. So you can do that with people who've crossed over now, but also I would encourage you on a daily basis or however often that you think about it with the people that you love and adore in your life right now, yes, connecting with their physical body and also connecting with their infinite being. And and it's not that you need to have that conversation with them or anything. It's just, you know, when just think about one person right now and get a sense of connecting with their body. And it's just an energy thing. I don't mean touching them even, but just connecting with their body and then connecting with their infinite being. Yeah, so anything that doesn't allow you to connect with ease, joy, and glory with everybody in your life's infinite being, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, papak, shorts, boys, meons. And what that does then is that when that person does choose to to not have a physical body anymore, then it's much more ease to perceive them around. So don't assume that if you're not perceiving somebody who has died, that they're not around, because you may just have barriers up to receiving from them energetically. So then you can just in your mind, drop your barriers, ask them to be really close, really loud, ask them to give you um, the information that they're there. And it can come through, you know, various different ways. It could just be a feeling. It could be you see, uh, you know, for me, my grandma, um, she collected owls. And and so, so many people have heard this story. They know my love for owls. And when when I receive an owl or I see an owl or something owl-related, that that's a, a hello from her. And that's just something, you know, one of the ways that they can show you. So it's just that willingness. And it's about dropping the barriers because even the non-contributing entities you can receive from if you're not judging them or making them wrong. So it's like about receiving from everything, right? Access consciousness. Consciousness is receiving everything, judging nothing. So everywhere you've judged dead people, ghosts, goblins, demons, entities, contributing, non-contributing, any any of that, anywhere you've judged it to ensure that you stay separate from it, we you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and how much more can you create in your life if you're willing to receive everything? You know, in particular, we're talking about these energies, but it could be from anything. 
So, and it's, <clears throat> a lot of people ask me, how do I ask my, I, I've always called them my team. Um, how do I ask my team for information, for help, for, for contribution? And I don't see my team as separate. So I don't ask my team separately. When I'm asking my asks, <laughs> we might call them, like, okay, universe, show me what might be possible for this. Show me what it would take to create that. Show me what else is possible here. When I'm asking universe, I'm asking everything. I'm asking myself because I'm the universe. I'm asking my team. I'm asking the plants. I'm asking the earth. I'm asking the po pollution. I'm asking the cars. Like I'm, I have no separation between any of that because we're oneness and I'm willing to receive from it all some days more than others. <laughs> but when I ask, I'm asking everything. So anywhere that you would separate it, where you would only receive from some things at some times, <laughs> will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putfuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so that's really when I do my asks and, and it's all day, every day, I'm, I'm aware that I'm always asking, even when I'm not choosing to ask for what I'd like, you know, so when you're looking in the mirror and you're going, oh my gosh, look at my fat thighs, <clears throat> you're asking. And so in that moment, when you're actually, I'll, I'll give an example. Yesterday, my, my awesome host here in Florida was offered to come and do body work on me. So of course, we set up by the pool um, as one does. And of course, she's Irish and I'm Canadian. So we want to be in the sunshine. That's one thing I found is a lot of people that live in Florida um, aren't maybe as, as lovable of the sunshine as, as us who are not from Florida. Uh, anyway, so we're by the pool and, and I had my hubby taking some pictures so that we could put it on Facebook. And he went behind and he took a picture. And, and so when I was going through them, I'm like, oh my gosh, you took a picture of my big butt. And I, you know, I realized when I said it, one, how unkind it was to my body because I've created that, but also it was an ask of the universe. Even though it wasn't something I desire, I, it, just by saying it and the energy that I said it with was an ask of the universe. So being so aware that every thought, every feeling, every energy, you know, every action you take is an ask of the universe. So if you're truly choosing something, to be so aware of all of those constantly, and and it's not like our team doesn't judge, the universe doesn't judge, our bodies don't judge. So when we say something like, "Oh, my big butt," um, you're just we're just creating more. The, you know, none. My body didn't go. Oh my gosh, no, she doesn't really mean that. She doesn't want that. You know, it's not like that. It's like, oh, okay, big butt, okay. So all of the asks that you've been asking, everywhere you've been asking your team uh, for stuff that you don't really desire just by, by focusing on it or talking about it, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pedpock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then really allowing yourself to receive and really dropping those barriers. It's a, it's a tool that I use so much personally and I talk about a lot also is the barriers down. And the way that I like to say it is barriers down, barriers down, barriers down in all levels, layers, lifetimes, and universes, barriers down. Yeah. <laughs> and what that basically means is all of those walls, all of that, that density, all of the stuff keeping us separate all drop. 
so that we can receive. We can receive from the ocean. We can receive from the sunshine. We can receive from the rain. We can receive from the snow. We can receive from our team contributing. And we can also receive from the non-contributing entities. Not, I don't mean from a place of, okay, well, then they have control. But no, it'd be like, okay, I can still receive from them. Be willing to be aware they're they're around or they're affecting something and be willing to choose beyond it. Be willing to be the most potent energy. Yeah. And the way that I used to work with my team before access was very different than the way that I work with them now. So the way that I used to work with them is that they were the CEO of my life and whatever they told me, showed me, gave me signs of, then I would choose that. And if they didn't, show me or give me signs of something, I wouldn't choose it, which is one way to live. (laughs) It's just a very slow way to create. And so I was creating, definitely, I had, I was creating some magic and I was creating some awesomeness. Uh, And then when I started studying access consciousness and really got the energy of, of being the most potent energy in my life and rearranged my my organizational chart, so to speak. So I became the CEO of my life and they all kind of took roles uh, below me in a sense. I don't mean they're less than me. I don't mean that at all, but it's just they were no longer making the choices in my life. They were contributing to the choices I made. Then what occurred was I could create a lot quicker because then I was willing to have choice create the awareness. So I wouldn't wait for three signs about choosing, say, a trip to Australia. I would choose a trip to Australia and then was willing to perceive that. You know, so if you've listened to my Be the Magic Wand in Your Life show from September, you know, I chose the trip to Australia in July. I mean, I didn't book the tickets or anything, but I chose it. I I registered for the class. I chose it. And then was aware that it was still light, still felt expansive, was willing to ask questions, was willing to to take action and be in that space. And if it would have at any point not felt light and yummy, you know, or would have the choice would have created the awareness that it was heavier, it wasn't going to create more, then I would have been willing to change my change it. And I'm still willing, you know, if something came up and it was all of a sudden really heavy to go, then I'm willing to change it. Even though, you know, maybe we couldn't get refund on our flights or we couldn't, we still had to pay for the rent or all of that. It's like, I'm so willing now for that. And, and so it's that willingness to ask and to follow the lightness and to know that when you're asking that, everything including the non or the the contributing energies are all contributing to that and they're contributing to your awareness so things are so much quicker now for me and i've created a much more phenomenal life than i ever did before i was still creating don't i'm not saying that's a wrong way to create but it's just the speed of creation when i'm now choosing what works for me and the the contributing my team never desired me to have them as the CEO. Never did they ask that of me. That was just my points of view that I bought along the way from, you know, different studies and different modalities. And I really, you know, when I started be, being a, a medium and, and 
even took my first Reiki class in, in 2002, I knew nothing about this world. So I just kind of took from what I read in books and, you know, it wasn't right and it wasn't wrong. It was just the way that I did it. And if you want more information on that, gosh, I'm talking about a lot of previous radio shows, but my very first radio show is how, how the mediumship stuff started for me. Um, and I don't do it. I don't do uh, one-to-one medium readings anymore. It's just, I have so much more um, going on in my life with all the travels and the facilitating and, and all of that. So I just don't, I don't take those appointments anymore. Uh, but I did for years and years and years. And it's a phenomenal thing that from my point of view and my experience, we all have the capacities. It's just whether we desire to use them or not. It's the same with math. We all have capacities with math. Now for me, I would have to work harder at it. I would have to take, probably have a tutor and, and, you know, all of that, but I could get there and I have no interest. So there's a lot of people in the world that have no interest in knowing about, you know, dead people or energies or any of that. And that's totally cool. But chances are, if you're listening to this show, you do. And then you want to start acknowledging that you've got capacities. Because when you're not acknowledging that you've got capacities, you will use them against you. So then you will be affected by non-contributing entities or you'll feel like you're more affected than other people or you might feel really tired when there's non-contributing entities around or there's a lot of information, again, that we'll go into in depth in the three-part series about working with them and both contributing and non-contributing because it's really about the whole gamut. It's not just, we're not going to just specifically target one. Um, it's, It's about the whole thing dead people, ghosts, demons, all of that, really so that you can receive the contribution and you can start creating the phenomenal life, the awesome life, so much quicker than maybe you've ever even knew was possible. Yeah, so how does it get any better than that? What else is possible? Yeah, and what capacities with entities do you have that you've been refusing that if you would choose them, and acknowledge them, everything in your life would change as if by magic. Anything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it's not about acknowledging them and then having to use them. That's not it. You don't have to say, oh my gosh, if I acknowledge them, then I have to, you know, be a medium or I have to um, clear non-contributing entities all day, every day. It's like, no, no, that's not it. You still have choice. And acknowledging that you have those capacities is part of that. And then you choose what you do with them. You could be like, hey, I acknowledge I've got capacities with entities. I acknowledge that. And in this moment, I have no desire to do anything more with it. So it can just be that simple. But a lot of times people are in so much resistance of it and kind of put their blinders on and pretend that they don't have it when really they so, so do. And then with any capacities we have, if you're not acknowledging them, what you're doing is you're going to end up having to use them against yourself. So all of the capacities with energies and entities and ghosts and demons and, and contributing entities and all of that, that you haven't been willing to acknowledge. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what magic can you create with everything, every energy, every contributing entity that you have never been able to create before. 
Oh, anything that doesn't allow you to create it. We destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what physical actualization of a phenomenally awesome life beyond what you've never imagined possible are you now capable of generating, creating, and actualizing? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic. Will you destroy and create it? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.